0: The guys behind the From Corner to Corner podcast are diving deep into Montgomery County High School sports with the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner. Join us as we talk local high school athletics with your local coaches. Whether you're a student athlete or a screaming fan, this is the place to turn to get the inside scoop before the next big game. And now, it's time for the show with Sean Kuyper. Neil Payne, Adam Muncie, and Wes Crouch.
1: Hey
2: everybody, welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner, Coach's Corner. Presented by Community Trust Bank, FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. <laughs> tonight we have the pleasure of uh, list or talking to Coach Michael Kaba 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 Kaba. I am so sorry, I murdered that. That's all right. Um, okay. Coach is the uh, head football coach at the high school, uh, going into the second season. So, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking time out of your night to join us. Well, thank you for having me on tonight. I appreciate it. Ain't no problem. Um, so. Uh, Year one, you know, I don't know if it was the year that you wanted or not. I know you had a senior quarterback that's gone now, so now we've got to, got to start all over, right?
1: Yeah, you know, coming in your first year, that's always a, a difficult situation, so uh, there was a high number of seniors. I think when I came in, there was uh, right around 28 or 29 of them. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there was some expectations for them to, to, to do well, uh, but all of a sudden, when you get a coaching change, everything gets uh, thrown uh, yeah. to the wayside. So we had to kind of start from scratch there. And, uh, you know, as a, as a coach, I had to put together a staff and all that and kind of get those kids in, in the weight room and uh, kind of trying to build it with them first. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, by the end of the season, we ended up, I think, with uh, 17 of, the, of those seniors only. So, you know, yeah. it, was, it was a tough transition. Uh, not only for the players, but the coaches, but trying to get everybody on the same page and get in the yeah. right direction. So,
2: yeah, and then you know, learning a new playbook in your last year of of high school and in a, a new coach, a new format. I'm I'm sure that's that's tough. And you know, we've talked to you know several coaches so far on the show. We had the volleyball coach on last week. Similar situation. He took over. Basically, had to. Tear it down and start over. Um, you know, of course, Coach Mays is just now coming in, so he's going to be going through the exact same thing this year. And, you know, it's the one thing that we've always talked about on this show in the entire time we've done this is you have to give coaches time. And, you know, with high school, you don't, it, you don't have the ability to, to go out there and, go all the way across America and pick out what players you want to play for you and stuff like that. Or it's not like the NBA that you can – or the NFL that you can draft seven or eight, nine, ten players to play on your team every year.
1: You have what's homegrown here. You have who you have. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's part of the – being a coach is trying to get that built not only at the high school level, but you're working down through the middle school. You're working down through the elementary school. And uh, – Getting all of them to get bought into uh, Montgomery County football, so it's not just a year by year thing. This is something we're trying to to change in the community as well. So yeah, now I know um, with uh, with uh,
2: Dustin was he the high school coach? Mm -hmm. The female, yeah. Um, With him, he they're basically you know middle school and up. They're running the same type of program now. Are you trying to put that same thing in place to where these kids that are starting to play in middle school, they're going to be knowing the exact same system as they come through?
1: To an extent. Uh, yeah. You know, they're going to start learning some of that terminology. We try to work our way to kind of have the same defensive front, uh, also have a, the same base offensive plays. Um, but, again, you know, what you have in high school is going to be definitely different than what you have in middle school, and you need to be able to adapt to your players. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things I say to the the coaches in, in the – younger grades and all that stuff is just have make sure the kids have fun right that they want to continue to play because you know it doesn't matter what they learn scheme wise or not We'll teach them that, and you know, their freshman year, and, you know, I have the opportunity to uh, uh, teach a couple weightlifting classes as well, too, so they're hearing a lot of that same stuff in our weightlifting class, and so it's just about them having some fun and coming back and making sure they make the transition from their uh, eighth grade year to their freshman year or going from um, fourth grade, fifth grade into middle school. You know, yeah. it's, it's a big change for those kids, yeah, and if, if they're not set that they're going to be, you know, wanted there or they're not sure how it's going to be, they're going to you know, they might take a different uh, alternative route, so you want to make sure that they have fun so that they come back and want to play every year. So somewhere. sticking
0: to the basics when they're young, you know, just just, just simple techniques, uh, football techniques, I'm, I'm guessing, and that's kind of where that uh, where the uh, skills and drills camp that you're getting ready to have.
1: Yes, um, it starts tomorrow. starts tomorrow. Uh, yep, it's uh, 6.30 to 7.30. It's for uh, Montgomery County elementary schoolers, uh, second through fifth grade um and it's free no cost to it just come out and have some fun uh and we're not even going to do anything football related to be honest with you we're not going to teach the quarterbacks how to throw sure like it's all about the skills and drills of you know the high knees the run form technique and uh cutting off of one leg and stepping with the other doing cone drills so just working on the agility part of it yeah um you know, we, we did the same thing with the high schoolers this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had it, uh, two, two days a week, uh, started in, uh, first of March and we were doing that with our kids. And it's kind of funny to look at them and see how many of them have never really been taught how to run. Gotcha. Uh, and you know, when they're cutting, they're, they're taking a, a false step in there. So, uh, those things we're trying to do and, uh, you know, teach them as a little bit younger. And it's like, when I was going through elementary school, you think about the, the PE teachers were the ones teaching how to, you know, run and play all those. But you know. It's not like that no more. PE has changed throughout the yeah. years, especially yeah. for the elementary school level where they're doing just more games and having fun. They're not really, you know, working on those technique stuff. So, uh, for us, we're going to work on those during that camp. And you know, it doesn't matter what sport you play. It, yeah. it, <laughs> just skills are going to help you.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I
1: remember when in
2: high school it was, it was mapped out through the whole season. We're going to learn a different sport every so often, and we're going to learn how to play that game, whatever it be, whether it be badminton or table tennis or mm-hmm. kickball, whatever. You learn the aspects of the game. Then everybody divides into teams, and we have a little tournament, and then that's the end of that time frame, and then we move on to the next sport. It's yeah. not
1: like that no, no more. No, it's not. Nope.
2: So, so it sounds like you've got some serious experience here.
1: Where,
2: where did you come from before here? What, what's your background, you know? As far as coaching look like,
1: well, I came. I come from a uh, family of of coaches. Uh, my dad was a college football coach. Uh, he was the head coach from his first job at uh, Grayson County. Uh, hey, he, start, he started that. Born and raised. He started that program. Nice. Uh, so he was the first coach no, who's there. Who's your dad? Uh, Mick Kaba. Mick Kaba. Okay. Yep. So uh, they're actually getting ready to have a reunion. Uh, he's going to be the keynote speaker at their uh, their reunion uh, dinner that they're going to have right before that first game. That's so fantastic. Yeah. Um, One small world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. So. Uh, um, John Duggins had sent me some pictures and yeah. I sent them to my dad. And He's and like, him went Hey, school. you know yeah. what? I know that kid. I know that person. I'm like, Well,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. So, yeah, yeah John, John, and,
1: John and I went to church or went to school
2: together through middle school. I was raised Catholic, so I didn't get to public school until middle school. And so, me and John were like really good friends during middle school. And I moved away freshman year, mid year, and came to Anderson County. Uh, following my mom because she went and got a job with the state. And so I I did, I moved away. And then all these years later, my family decides to come to church here. John's up on the stage one Wednesday night talking. I looked at my wife, and I was like, who is that? And she goes, I don't know. I was like, man, he looks familiar. <laughs> and so after service, he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, man, i got to go talk to this dude. And I walk up to him, and he goes, are you from Grayson County? And I said, yes. And he, I was like, I'm Sean Kuiper. He said, I'm John. And it was like, <laughs> I mean, 20 something years yes, later. Yep. It was and then, so funny.
0: And then, sure enough, you yeah. know, basically from Grayson County. I mean, uh, yeah, from Grayson County. That's 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 crazy that it is everything nice, just kind
1: of yeah. comes into the loop. So, yes. in sports, it's such a small world, too. Oh, yeah. You know? it, <laughs> really, it really
0: is. I mean, you know. So, that, now well, how
1: old are you? Uh, forty three. Okay, so I'm four.
2: I would have been five years ahead of you. I'm I'm forty seven. So we would have not went to school <laughs> together.
1: No, I. So I was not born that time. It was, okay. That was was my dad's first job. And yeah. uh, actually, my older sister, who's two years older, was born right before they got ready to move. So yeah. um, my dad started there, and he went into college coaching. So he. After that, he was in college almost all his whole career except for four years. Yeah. Um, and he had 27 years of head coaching experience at the coll- collegiate level. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah. kind of like you, you said you moved. Yeah. Everybody asked me, where am I from? I'm like, <laughs> Whatever, a little bit everywhere. Out, pretty much everywhere. <laughs> I, I, I was born in Michigan. I moved to, to Minnesota, Iowa, Oklahoma, back to Minnesota to Kentucky. Uh, back to Iowa, to New York, and You then were back in to some Kentucky.
0: football-rich <laughs> lands there.
1: Yes, yeah. Uh, so where did he coach at the majority of the time in college? Uh, so every four years while I was in school, we moved. Oh, wow. It, it was just, you know, he was the head coach, and he kept moving up. He went from the uh, junior college level to the NAI level to the Division II level, then um, back to the NAI level, uh, went to high school for a little bit. He was the head coach in McGoffin County. Okay. Uh, and we took over that program, I think they were – they did not win a game in, like, three years or something like that, and he was there for four years. Um, got them turned around. And that's who we play in the rec bowl this yeah, year. Yes, so that's who we play in the rec bowl. Is that a little Pur- bit of, of, purpose? Yeah, there's a little bit of, of purpose. Yeah, there's a reason why I chose them and yeah. talked to them. Uh, um, so, there's a lot of my friends. Their, their kids are growing on that program right now. Uh, I know some of the coaches there as well. So, uh and there's a, a lawyer there in that town that helped my dad at McGoffin County. And, you know, he's, he lives in the Round County area and he was at most of our games this year. Because of the, the friendships we built and all that stuff. So that's fantastic. Nice. So we've been all over. Yeah. He <laughs> awesome. asked me the majority when I graduated college or when I graduated high school and got into college, uh, my last two years when I was at Georgetown, he went to New York and he stayed there through retirement. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sure, you stay in one spot after <laughs> my sister and I are out of school.
2: Hey, but you make a lot of connections. That's it's almost like a military uh, uh, child. It is. That's what I say. Yeah. It's just the same as being in the military. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna move around, around, around everybody's, everybody's like yep,
1: that's it. So, that's fantastic. So and then I went to I uh, started out at Morehead uh, Moorhead State for a year. Um it wasn't really the place for me to um schooling wise so then i ended up g- going to iowa for a couple of years playing for my dad uh and then some things happened there at the school and he was let go so uh, i had to find a place to play and uh, decided georgetown he's a uh, he's a graduate of georgetown so i'm like i'm gonna go back there and uh uh, Coach Bill Cronin was there, uh, gotcha. and that yeah. was the, the time that we started having the, the good run right there. Yeah. Uh, so, my years playing there, I was 41-1, uh, and one, the only game we lost was my sophomore year uh, as uh, the National Championship game. So, uh, once I graduated from there, I went and I was on my dad's staff in New York for uh, 15 years. Uh, I was an offense coordinator and a, and a defense coordinator. And then it was just time for us to kind of make a, a move for our family and uh, – Coach Cronin offered me the offense coordinator job at Georgetown, so we went down there, and I was there for seven years till they retired, and, and uh, all that stuff happened, so I was looking for a place. And one of the things that I, I was kind of looking at, you know, I've, I've been in college my whole career, so I was kind of yeah. like that, what do I want to do here? And right. so we're kind of looking and talking to my wife, and we're talking about the family and all that stuff, and at the college level there's a lot of moves. Yeah. And that was one thing I did not want to, to do. So I was just like, I want to stay here in the central Kentucky area. That's kind of been a, uh, a home for us for a long time. So, and the kids are going through high school and elementary school. I want to keep them somewhere similar. Uh, and my daughter was getting ready to go to college. So you, you've lived that life. You didn't yeah, want your kids to have that's that. That's right? correct. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, kind of going through that, uh, just, you know, I'm trying to figure out what we want to do and, yeah. uh, I started applying for some high school jobs to kind of figure out what I want to do. And, uh, Brandon Watkins called me and gave me a rundown of what all was going on here and the changes that were, were going to happen with the district and all that stuff and kind of get back to where they used to be when right. they were having yeah. successful years. So it right. uh, kind of intrigued me, and it's also in central Kentucky. Uh, like I said, my daughter's uh, a, a freshman at Bellarmine. She plays volleyball, nice. um, and she'd already committed there and was going to school. I was like – So if we move 12 hours away, that's where she's (laughs) going to be at. So there was a lot of factors in in trying to figure that out. And then when I came here for the interview, uh, you know, and I came for a second interview too, I brought my wife, and, you know, we went around everything, got to meet some people, um, and just kind of felt like home. I I had some other interviews at uh, schools that, you know, there's three, two, three, 15 schools in that school district. So uh, you can – I didn't really want to do that. I wanted to find a place that uh, there was one community and one sure. one school, one team, yeah. and that yeah. was kind of what the selling point for me was. Uh, and then when I talk to them, they're all talking about getting back to where they used to be, but uh, also becoming part of the community as yeah. well. Cool. Well, and when you're when you're in a
2: bigger county like that, that you're dealing with a an east, a west, a south, a central, uh, and all that. Th- I mean, we know it happens, right? Transfers happen all the time. Yep. I'm going to move across town and live with Papa, so I can play at Central. And, you know, it, it it's one of those things that it almost gives it that vibe of, of college football of, you know, we talk all the time about the transfer portal and stuff in college mm-hmm. football. And it's like now coaches are having to recruit their own players just to keep them on the team. That's correct. And it would have that similar effect it, in – and that doesn't mean that they still can't transfer out to a different county or something,
1: but at least you're not battling your own community yes. for the same players. Right. And I, I, for me, I like to see the kids grow up you right. know, being Indian all the way through, yeah. from kindergarten all the way up. And, yeah. that, you know, that's kind of – you know, I moved around, but that was the kind of one thing I always thought about. A cool place would be is a, a community that backs its school. Yeah. And I, not just athletics, but backs every everybody in the educational system, yeah. whether yeah. it's like the mock right. trial team that won nationals hey, that's the stuff that I'd like to see happening. So this kind of, you know, was a great place for me. And and that statement right there is how this show was born,
2: okay? Because, you know, we talked a little bit before the show of our history, but, you know, we brought Coach Mays on and just because, right? Mm -hmm. There was no thought whatsoever into this becoming a weekly episodic show that we're talking to all the coaches in the community, but that that show got such a positive feedback that we literally got sponsors for a show at that moment that didn't exist. Yeah,
1: yep.
2: It was a concept, and we had people that bought into that concept. And I mean, we've been talking to the radio and everything about doing this weekly show, and it's literally out producing our normal podcast every week. Right. Yeah. and and
0: that's kind of what you're trying to do with the football program now you know stepping into it new um and you're just trying to change kind of the culture you're trying to trying to get them young get them excited and and get them going and then you know you can watch them just like you said from kindergarten on up you can get them you know you watch them be like you know what i remember that kid from that skills camp now he's an eighth grader freshman you're like Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, that's and that's really cool about just like you said, the community, one city, one high school. Yeah, Montgomery County is
2: that. I mean, the one thing, like, not being from Montgomery County, I'm married into it, but I've been here more than half my life. So at this point, I'm a Montgomery County person. Uh, But man, I tell you what, people take their Montgomery County sports serious here. What, and it doesn't matter what it is whether it's bass fishing or the mock trial team or their football or their basketball yeah. it doesn't matter they're all in on it yeah and yep. that that's 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 what we're feeding off of yeah. right because look people want to hear from you you know people want to hear from the players we've had some players on with some of the coaches and stuff too and you know moms are like hey can I listen to this live or you know <laughs> yeah. we do, yep. you know cuz i mean and then we do the athlete of the week Right, so we started doing that before this ever even happened. That every week we kind of scour across all of the stats and posts and stuff like that, and go, "Hey, this kid's got to be our our Kimsoft our athlete of the week." Yeah. Right? Yep, and. <laughs> There's nothing to it other than the name, but but uh, but it's recognition.
1: Night, last night, my son's like, "I want to be the Kim Soft Player of the Week." Yes, I, I, I'm <laughs> yes! like, "Where is this coming from?" He's like, "Oh, it's all. It's, they're talking about it all in school." I'm like, "Okay, well, <laughs> okay. so the kids are I got the goosey really now. Now. <laughs> there got go. the, I got the goose. <laughs> that that's
2: fantastic. See, that is that is so awesome because. That's, you know, we just – it's like one of those things. You just never know what's going to work, right? Yes, Anything yep. on the internet anymore, you never know what it's going to be. And with us, you know, obviously the change from wrestling to, to sports was a big jump for us. And then, you know, Adam came up with the idea of, man, why don't we try to do like a front corner to corner, you know, athlete of the week. And, and I've talked to several athletes. They do think it's cool, right? They do, they do. And – because of all the things that are going on and you know our ultimate goal the next step is by the end of next school year on on awards night at the end of the year we want to stand on that stage and hand away two scholarships one for female one for for male athletes that's awesome that's our that's our goal and you know this helps do that and but you know like people don't like a lot of people might not know you, right? Mm-hmm. Like like I saw you on the sideline yesterday, last year but I mean I don't know I yeah, didn't know nope. he, I didn't even know what your name was. Yep. <laughs> but I, you know, uh Brady Crank, uh who's in middle school. Mm-hmm. I, I don't He. I think he's may even come up to high school this year. He's a friend, a son of one of my friends and you know, he just started playing football last year but he loves it and yeah. he's all yep. in. You know, yep. he's like, "Oh yeah, man, we're in the weight room working out and all this and that and so we come watch him play." Yeah. But I mean, I think it's fantastic, and, you know, the passion and the drive to to get it back to where it used to be, it's the same thing with our basketball team and our volleyball, you know. So, like Montgomery County, we've got fantastic facilities here, so you can't yes. complain about the facilities. Um, yeah, you know,
0: we just, you know, what do you think about that when you came into Montgomery County? I mean, it, it was, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of – Um, writers and whatnot are usually excited to get down here because they're just like, man, it's like a small college campus. Uh,
1: yeah, the the school is it's unique, I'll say that. You know, it's got uh four different buildings in there and they've connected them all, (laughs) so you can get lost pretty quickly. You can, it (laughs) took me a while to figure out where I was going, so um, but uh, you know, it's all compartmentalized and and there's areas where the teachers are at and that's their area, but the kids are flowing through the whole school, so they get this pass each other and kind of it's not just compartmentalized by the students themselves Mm. Um, so that was that's pretty good the uh, one of the big selling features was they're going to get a new turf field and when they when I, I was talking with Brandon about that, uh, when I was hired here, I was back last January and February. Yeah. Uh, I was talking with him, and we had pictures and designs, and so I was actually a part of that that's awesome. uh, to kind of figure out exactly what we're going to have on the on the field. So that's cool. Uh, it was pretty pretty fun to be part of that. Yeah. Uh, and so when you look at the stadium itself, and it's it's a great setting, and yeah. a lot of people come in and say this is unreal for for a high school setting. Um, now. The same time there's also the the pluses and the negatives too sure. you know we've got the the field house for football it, it's it's our own thing it's pretty awesome to have that but you know there's a lot of uh upgrades that need to be done in sure. there um, we, we've heard that yeah so it's something we'll continue to work yeah. on i had a meeting last night uh and so hopefully something positive will come out of that meeting uh, there's something that you know, project that I want to do. Uh, I'm waiting for the OK for that. But once I get that, then it's going to be going out and uh, trying to raise some money to to get that project taken care of. And it's it's a great project for the kids. Yeah. So perfect. perfect. Well, that's nice.
2: And you know, if it's something
1: that we can help make aware you
2: let us know we i mean we're the we're killer on social media now. <laughs> we'll definitely do that because yeah.
1: when it comes to it we're going to have to it's going to be all hands on deck to yeah. start raising the money for that. Yeah. So. so
0: getting so getting back to football season uh last year and then going into the
1: football season this year. Now, you changed districts this year? That's correct. Okay, this year we uh we go into a district with West Jess, uh East Jess and Madison Southern. And that's the way it was before. That's what it used to be. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so I'm that's, going to be stupid, but who who who, who was it in?
2: So
0: unfortunately, year? the last the last four years,
1: five yes, years. yes, four years for the last
0: four years we've played Frederick Douglass, Great Crossing, Scott County, and Grant, Garrett, and Grant, Grant County. County. Right. So oh, it was a crap. it was a murderer's row. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you know, it, I was unfortunately at the Frederick Douglass, <laughs> Douglass game last year. Hey, you know what? Yeah. I I was very positive coming out of that game too, and so I, were our kids. Yes, and absolutely. We. We knew we had our our backs against the wall on that one, so we set individual goals, miniature goals in the game, and what the goal looked like. At the end. Uh, you know, we had a goal to keep them under forty, and to score double digits. Um, we didn't keep under forty, but in the fourth quarter, we went down and scored our second touchdown, and that put us in double digits. No other school all the way through scored double digits. So. You know something, our kids were proud of, and and that kind of led us into that next week for Round County. So right. anytime you can say, "Hey, we did something nobody else did," mm-hmm. that's a
2: win. Yep. I mean, it might be a moral victory, but it's a victory. Well, and it's something you have to have. It's a building block for the foundation of. of you
1: know, yeah it's, no, a, it's unfortunate yeah. the situation that, that they were in before I even got here getting put into that district with two teams that are are 6a numbers yeah uh, and now with the redistricting they're both of them are 6a so uh, that was kind of a, a thing for those these juniors and seniors this past year that they've been beat up from for so long that you know it was kind of trying to change their mindset uh, yeah. and you know my whole thing this best past fall was lear- let's learn how to compete yeah uh, if nothing else Compete on a day, uh, play to play. Yeah. And, you know, we can't really worry about the end score of the game. We got to worry about play by play. Can we compete and win that play? Yeah. And if we can start taking positive strides in that, then it eventually will lead to success. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. So I
1: think that was your number two question that you yeah, were the, asking. Yeah. The,
0: yeah. The, uh, you know, the so districting.
1: Yeah. Going into this district, I'm, I'm pretty positive about it. You know, yeah. uh, it puts, we're like minded schools. Uh, you know, same. (laughs) Numbers-wise, <laughs> it's supposed to be that way anyway, but right. it wasn't. So it's <laughs> back to that. It's nice about it. Yeah. Um, but the the makeup of the schools are very similar. You know, when you got the Jessamine County School and you have Southern Madison, it's kind of a makeup of like uh, like we are here. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you have uh, the town kids and then you have the, the country kids that live a fa- little farther away that have the farms and all that stuff. So right. the makeup is very similar. So that, yeah. that's what I like about it. It kind of puts everybody on an even playing field. Yeah. Yeah, that,
2: that that's fantastic there.
0: And I noticed on the schedule, there's uh, it's it's a little bit more regional.
1: Uh, I know we've started playing Mason County last year. Uh, th- I think they played Mason County for a few years now. Uh, okay, I'm not for sure. I haven't looked back all the years on it. But uh, one of the things that I wanted to do was as I watched all these other sports. You know, we have a district for all the other sports when we have Paris Bourbon and GRC right. and. To me, I'm like, why aren't we playing those schools? Uh, I, I do know that, and, you know, we talk about classes and, and being, football being a little bit different of an animal than a lot of the other sports. Uh, but, you know, if they wanted to, I wanted to play those teams that were in our district because we see them in every other sport, so let's go right. for it. Um, and then, you know, I would rather stay close around this area and, and play uh, those teams than having to go travel to northern Kentucky or Louisville to try to pick up games. So well I know
2: like in baseball, Campbell County's when in the in the district, right?
1: So
0: uh, uh yeah, well Campbell County's in the region and you know, yeah, and basketball yeah. and baseball yeah. and yeah. you know, uh soccer and whatnot. And but yeah, I like I I had looked back through the schedule um this afternoon and, you know, I noticed that there was Bourbon County and Paris and, and Clark County like of course we've played Clark County for you know, many, many years. But have Paris back on the uh, schedule, you know, it, it, there's a lot of history there. There is. Going there is. going back way back. And and a lot of those games were real close, real good. And so I think there's a lot of guy, uh, people in the community that I, if they, you know, if they look at it, they go, oh, man, do you remember back in in the 70s, in the 60s, you know, when Paris and Ma- – well, even, even before Montgomery County when Paris and Mount Sterling played, mm-hmm. you know, it was – it was um that was some football games and so so seeing paris back on the schedule was really cool
1: yeah and out of our meeting last night, we talked a lot about the rec bowl and so um, yep. austin maples our athletic director went through today and got all the records of who played in what years and what the scores were and uh so we started talk, diving into the history a little bit about the rec bowl and, and seeing who we played and all that and i'm like Well, those are teams we're playing on a regular schedule now, so that's pretty awesome. We're kind of getting back to that a little bit, right?
2: Yeah,
1: right. That sounds exciting. I mean, is is that the
2: biggest difference of year two versus year one going in? I mean, like going into year two, what what's the biggest difference? Is it going to be the the more? I'm, I'm not going to. I'm achievable. Schedule. I, I I don't. I know that's probably not the right word that I'm looking for there.
1: And I mean, it, it's kind team. of understood. Yeah. <laughs> everybody knows what you're talking about, right? There. Yeah. Um, having the the disparity of the the schedule and this one, you know, I've, everybody asked me. I said, you know what? We could end up, end up nine and one. We could end up one and nine. Yeah. But the great thing about this schedule is we're going to be able to compete on every single game for an opportunity that's to it. win. And yeah. that's all I was looking for when I was trying to get a schedule. Um, so. That's kind of one of the biggest things but now and it has to be, right? Because yeah. I mean
2: you you want to like if you have a chance to win every game that's all you can ask for as a coach, and a, yes. and a player. You
1: know, we have a chance to win. These games. Yeah. I mean, it's no fun for players to go into a game where it's like, Oh man, our goal is just to keep them under 40. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard to get up for that, that type of game. And you do that back to back weeks with, with Scott County and then Frederick Douglass. So it's, it's kind of tough on those, yeah. the psycho, the psychotic part of the, the kids' minds of like, Oh my goodness. Here <laughs> we are again. <laughs> what are we going to do?
0: You can coach and you can coach what you're wanting them to learn and how they want them, how you want them to run offense, defense and whatnot. Momentum means a lot. Yes, um, and so, so just like you said, being competitive in the games and feeling that momentum. I mean, I saw a few. We, I saw plenty of games this year that you could, you know, you see a couple of touchdowns, and and our guys are just like,
1: all right, let's go.
0: You know, let's yeah. fight. Yep. The, the fight is getting that fight in them is is a big deal especially at this age
1: yeah and that's what we talked about earlier about like competing you just we right. want you to compete on everything you do right yeah. and that's going to help you out in life as well <laughs> you know Absolutely. anything you do if you put your heart and soul into it and try your best you can be successful right and so that's kind of something that we have preached throughout uh the school year so you asked me one of the difference of this season versus last season uh to me it's not necessarily the schedule is going to be uh our kids Yeah, Uh, we have had the opportunity to have a culture class. So we have talked uh, once a week about what it means to be a teammate, uh, how to be find your role in the team uh, and, you know, figuring out the hierarchy of each role of the individuals and finding that role and. Well, working way up we talk about cho- every choice that you make has an impact on you and has an impact on the team uh, we talked about you know what are good choices versus what are bad choices uh, so we've done a lot of digging into you know what can make you a better person yeah nice. which in turn is going to lead them to be a better teammate which in turn leads us to a yeah. better team yeah uh, and we also put together a, a leadership council yeah there's a Out of our whole roster, we have three uh, rising seniors, three rising juniors, and four rising uh, sophomores that are on this uh, leadership council. Uh, And we would meet uh, once every two to three weeks, and we just talk about their role, how to develop the kids. Each one of those kids has a group, and they have four or five kids that are responsible for. Uh, And it's we talk heavily about transitioning them up the escalator. So when you start with the, the kid that just doesn't really want to do anything yet, kind of just there to be there, uh, and we call that kind of the non-negotiable, you know, you got to start putting some uh, effort into it and then you start moving them up the ladder to where the escalator to where they become, you know, uh, proficient and then to the uh, exemplary. Not a lot of kids get to the exemplary level, but uh, yeah. you're trying to continue to push that. And so... For me, football is a, is a game that's fun to play. I mean, that's why we do it. Yeah. But there's so much that you can learn, and it can help you be successful in whatever you choose. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, when we talk about choices, whatever you choose, yeah, it can help you be su- successful yeah. in that. So
2: It's kind of like um, Coach uh, Cratecraft from the volleyball team last week. One of his foundation things that he talked about from the very beginning is this is not a hobby – this is not a pastime. This is a game. Mm-hmm. We're here to win. I'm here to help. You know, And it sounds like everything you're doing is you are now building that foundation of what Montgomery County football is going to look like in the future. And you yourself being brought up in the game, you've seen all different aspects of it. Mm-hmm. You've seen kids change over the years. The way you talk to kids now is not the way you could talk to them five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. It changes every single year the way you can, the way you have to administer leadership to them. And I think that's a fantastic idea is building your core council of players that you can depend on Mm -hmm. to help you focus in the players that they're playing with. Because if you, if you get to the point that you're, your rising guys are
1: holding their own players and their group accountable, Yep. then that's the win, right? We as coaches don't have to worry about that. Right. Uh, so, you know, if some uh, kid decides he wants to make a, a bad choice, well, then it's his group leader, his uh, leader that goes and tells him, say, hey, you need to start making different choices. It doesn't have to come to the coach. Yeah. If you guys as players can handle it without dealing, having to bring the coaches involved, yeah. We're doing some good things here, right? You know, we right. can put our emphasis and onto something else rather than trying to bring those kids because the is wrong and bring them along. They take care of that, and we focus on uh, what we can do to help them uh, win some football games.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so, and you're right in the middle of spring practice. We are, yes. Um, yep. So you know, getting those guys. You know, what is spring practice like? You know, it, it, it's it's you know you see. My son played soccer, so, uh, for, you know, all four years he was in, he was in school. He graduated two years ago. Um, but I saw the football players down there all the time. We see them all the time in fall. But you don't, there's a lot of people that still don't realize, oh, wait a minute, they may be practicing during spring ball, you know. Yep. It, so
1: is there a lot of difference between spring practice and now? Is it, is it, you there know, is. The, the focus is different. You okay. Know, it's not a, Uh, focus on a game game plan it's focus on individual technique gotcha Uh, and you know we only have 10 days of it so it's not like it's a lot Uh, we do a lot more outside the actual spring practice I want to kind of air quote that there spring practice gotcha Uh, we do our skills and drills and and we do uh, the the lifting and stuff like that so we're doing a lot of things that uh, I'm going to take that back let's talk about lifting there too because I have the ability here that they've uh given to me is I have a uh advanced physical education class uh it's a weightlifting class sure and I have two of them right now uh and I have multiple athletes in there it's not just football but you know we're focused more on the football training of it so uh I do have a a golfer that's in there and I said by the time you're done with this you're going to look like uh Rory McIlroy so (laughs) and he's doing well with it too so um but it allows us to, to focus in on that strength part. Yeah. Uh, and so when we get to the game, we know the injuries, we can prevent injuries through the strength training part of it. Uh, but then we get to the later on in March and all that stuff when we start doing our skills and drills. And then we get to this spring practice. It's kind of a culmination of little little by little. Everything has got its point, uh, little part in the play. Gotcha. Uh, and the spring practice, it's just, you know, we're going to teach you how to line up. We're going to teach you indiv- individual fundamentals of your position uh so at the end of the day that's kind of what we're looking for and yeah. then we'll have the steak and bean bowl which is on the 11th at uh, six o'clock right uh so you know you can maybe help us with our social media we're starting to post Absolutely. that stuff 100%. up there is that may 11th yeah, It's may 11th yes okay. it's next thursday Next thursday yeah okay. yep um so and part of that spring practice is get the kids that are not involved in other sports to just have something to do gotcha now i'm going to say this i am a Big proponent of pushing kids to play multiple sports. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I had some kids that didn't. I'm like, go go do track. I think we got three kids that are doing track that weren't planning on doing track. Just go do something. Yeah. You know, you don't need to be a uh, a year round football player. You need to experience other other uh, sports and try some things out, and you uh, know, it'll, it'll make you a better football player by doing multiple sports. Sure. Uh, so the kids that aren't playing, that's our goal. <laughs> it's just uh playing other sports the goal is to make sure that they are, are learning their individual fundamentals cool i'm excited and and <laughs> the steak bing bowl is open to the public it's open to the public yes uh so is that like a
2: like you're not playing another county it's just like <laughs> no it it, is, it's it, like a spring game for yeah colleges. so
1: it's it started out uh i think, I think this is year 18 i believe uh so it kind of started out as a blue and white scrimmage. Yeah. Uh, Dan Gooch uh, was the one who started all that, and he had it to where it was actually an, a true scrimmage where they lined up in full pads and they had one team versus the uh, white team versus the blue team and they would play it out and uh, uh, it's called the steak and bean bowl. So the winner would get steak and the losing team would get the um, the cornbread and beans. So nice. <laughs> So And it's kind of developed over the years where you have more kids that are playing multiple sports that uh, you don't have the numbers to be able to do a full a full game. So uh, last year when I took over, one of the things I want, I didn't want to – we'd already done what we needed to do in spring practice, so I we didn't want to have a game, get injuries and stuff like that. So what we did is we take our seniors and we let them uh, draft their teams and we'll play seven on seven. Cool. And so they'll each play a couple games. Cause they, uh, I'm sure they all play fantasy football. Oh, they do. Yeah. And they get to choose their own playbook. So they're making up their own plays (laughs) and who's playing quarterback. (laughs) And, uh, I love it. Each team will have, uh, last year we had, uh, two teachers that were, uh, coaches for those teams. And so they kind of came down there and thought they were just going to be – Next year we're going to be the coaches. <laughs> Market that down. Okay. We're, there's four of us, two on each team. We'll, we'll be coaches next year. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, so the teachers did that and uh, kind of got them to buy into kind of what we were doing as well. Uh, and they just kind of thought they were going to stand around. But uh, we got uh, later in the game, and uh, I'm like, okay, well now you have to have one of your teachers play as quarterback for the next four plays. So <laughs> they were gracious enough to, to come out there and try it. So uh, some good laughs, and then they had a good time. So I'm excited. I'm excited
2: for sure. So one of our main goals of this show, like, and I know you know it's easy now, right? You're just in the, in the spring, but we – would love to be able to like in season be able to talk to you more often right maybe not a weekly commitment but it'd be awesome if maybe every other week or something like that have you come on have you one of the players come with you and it doesn't have to be the guy that had the greatest game on friday night it might be somebody that's just working super hard in practice or or something like that so we hope that, you know, because we want this to be a recurring thing. And, and ideally, right now, we're just trying to get through all
1: the coaches. Yeah, and, and then, I'm, I'm big on that, too, because I want to promote our program and our players. 100%. You know? So anytime I can get the kids out there. We yeah. were uh, on uh, the radio this past week with Ivan, Yeah, uh, and I had some some players out there. So yeah. any anytime I can get my players to get a little bit of attention and yeah. people get to know who they are. Yeah. And so when they get to hear them or see them out in the public, it's not yeah. like, Oh, that's just another kid that's out there. Oh, and see, hey, Ivan's <laughs> been with us too, and you know it's it's the same but different, right? Yeah. I
2: mean, like Ivan's been doing that for a long time, and he's got his format, and, and our format's a little different. You know, we're more yeah. of a more of a social media driven thing, and 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 obviously you know on, online coaches
0: driven Yeah, thing. yeah. You know, we we yeah. love having the players here and stuff like that, but we want we want the we want the public to hear what. You think yeah. as much as anything, yeah. you know,
2: and it would be, you know, it would be awesome, you know, being, especially if, you know, if we've got a big game coming up, you know, you know yeah. we definitely want to have you on here before um, the, maybe, uh,
0: maybe before they go to their last game, which is at Anderson County.
2: Oh, <laughs> That's where, that's where, where that's I graduated where... from. <laughs> we might have to make a trip to Anderson County. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Rec Bowl. We yes. definitely would want to have you on before the Rec Bowl. Yeah, uh, because that would be that'd be cool because that show would drop prior to the Rec Bowl. Yep. Uh, so that would be cool and uh, and stuff like that. I, I think that would be fantastic. Um, and uh, I'm I'm excited about it. And I think the one thing about it is is you kind of if we get into that mindset and that groove of you know. The better the season is the more people are going to want to be listening you yes, know that's correct stuff yep. like that so um so that'll be awesome and then <laughs> what was the last question that he sent
0: oh no well he's kind of he's kind of already talked about that he's uh, uh adam would sent us a question that said hey can you get him to get had the skills and drills for like younger for like kindergarten <laughs> on the, up because his, kid- <laughs> his kids are is uh, getting ready to be four and getting ready to go into kindergarten he's like yeah. man I, I'd love to get the kids out there well, so that's have already stirred up with just with just the thing about to the uh, second to fifth year uh, second to fifth grade you've already stirred up like oh man I think I really need to get the kids out here with the coach it sounds yeah. like
1: yeah we're putting it on there you know it's free so we're not trying to make any money off of this or anything like that we want the kids to come out and have a good experience. But I don't know what it's going to be. I, right. I really don't. Yeah. There could got be 25 kids there tomorrow, there could be 200 kids tomorrow. You uh, got to get a base. We somewhere. have a plan for either way. Right. <laughs> uh but I just I didn't want to open it up too much and then just it would not be run correctly the first time we did it, so right. I wanted to yeah. limit that a little you bit. You want so. people to come
2: back. You don't want to be yes. like, well, that was a gom. I'm not going to that no more. You know? They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I'm not going back. goddamn 600 kids out there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that,
2: that's fantastic.
0: So it starts yeah. tomorrow, and then it's also – Next Monday, next Monday, and next and Wednesday. Wednesday.
2: Wednesday. Yeah, yep, next the
1: third, the eighth, the tenth. All all six thirty to seven thirty. That is correct. Right there at the football field on yeah. the football field. And there's that's, no there's no pre-registration. Just show up, and when you get there, we'll have the the groups for you know second graders to be at one area, the third graders, and uh, we'll get their names and all that when they come in. So
0: that's as much as anything. I mean, it, you know, those kids, you know, they're like, oh, I got to play on
2: the football field. Right. <laughs>
0: that's a fun. You know, that's that's and especially the new
1: turf and there. Yeah. I mean, it just creates a. You know, it just creates excitement. And each drill is going to be run by one of the coaches. Gotcha. The players, our players, right now are going to be part of it, and they're going to buddy up with who, you know, if it's one buddy or two buddies or three buddies. So they're going to have their elementary kids that are going to be budding with a one of our players. So nice. they're also going to say, "Perfect." Oh, I'm I'm running the same drill as this, yeah, this high right. schooler, so yeah. I'm pretty good.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. That's and and hey, that's that's how you. That's how you build the community connection right there, you yes. know, because you don't know. It could be just as simple as one of these kids are like, hey, Dad, I want to go do that, and the next thing you know, 10, 15 years from now, he's your starting quarterback leading you to a state tournament or a yeah, state yep. title. You, you just never know. As we talked about as coaches when
1: yeah. we started talking about this is, you know, if we can get these kids to, to – we get to know them, they get to know us, it starts to build that relationship. Yeah. Because you don't know what they're going to be – Eight to ten years from now. Have so no idea. No.
2: Nope. I have no idea. But if you build that relationship from this base up, then their ultimate goal is is I want to play for Montgomery County yeah. when I go to high school. You so, know.
1: like, next year, you know, maybe the, the rec bowl we're talking about doing stuff for any kid that was part of this uh, skills and drills camp, we have them come down and, and do something at halftime. Uh, so that's kind of what we're thinking about doing right now. And, you know, that will get them to – Hey, I've been there and oh, I want to be part of this. And, you know, gets yeah. them thinking about, I want to be part of that so that it drives them through. So then they become a ninth grader going from eighth grade to ninth grade. They've been thinking about it for a long time. Right. And it's, then it's not as easy to shy away if, you know, the choice is there. So, yeah, I, yeah. It,
0: it, it, I know exactly what you're talking about. My daughter's a cheerleader. She'll be a senior next year. And they do the, the cheerleading clinic and then mm-hmm. they cheer on the sidelines of the football, of one of the football games. Same difference. You know, it's just like, oh, I get to to cheer down here on the sideline. And the same difference you're doing with the skills camp.
2: Yeah. You know, just get them excited. And I think we're starting to see that across the board in Montgomery County because um, my daughter is graduating this year. She was on the bowling team the last couple years. And they're going to start – they're going to do a kid's clinic this summer Mm -hmm. to where you it's uh, – whatever the cost is, you get a ball – you get shoes, uh, and, you know. It's like the packet the whole package deal. And then the, basically, it's going to be like a camp type thing. They're going to do a, a youth summer league, yeah. and they're going to start doing that to start building our our bowling program. Because as of right now, it's just been like, hey, do you want to play? Do you, do you want to bowl with us this yeah. year? Yep. I mean, that's kinda, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of what it is. Yeah. And um, so, but it that's how it works. Is starting at the base. Coach Mays talked about it the exact first episode that we were here, is there's 1,500 kids or whatever it is in our school system, but we only have 13 guys wanting to play basketball, you know. So start down here at the younger ages, and they grow up in that mentality of that, you know, it's just like wanting to play at your favorite college. I mean, you want to play at your high school because –
1: that's what you know and uh, you, you've been dreaming about that for a while right. so then all of a sudden come eighth grade year it can yeah. become reality yeah um, so but it's also twofold with that too um, we talk quite a bit about civic engagement with uh, our leadership group yeah you know we're doing this to help the community out but we're also doing this to develop that uh, sense of pride of giving back with our players so you know it's kind of twofold <laughs> yeah and uh, you know we talk about that and other ways to do that outside of sports. Um, yeah. So, you know, we want to make you a, a well-rounded whole person. Yep. Um, and that's, you know, kind of that whole goal with our culture class.
2: Yeah. Well, and and then you, you wind up with that connection of, you know, you, you, I know that you've got some relationships with coaches throughout, especially, yeah. you know, yep. Georgetown, you know, and stuff like that. You get into that situation that they're going to be like, well, I'm going to recruit at Montgomery County because I know Coach Kaba produces young men yes. that I want on my football yep. team. And that, that develops a, that gets a relationship that you have there going to give you a, a perfect connection. And, and then that's like, well, he's, he's starting to put guys into college.
1: Yeah. Well, I definitely so, want to play for him now. Yeah.
2: And and stuff like that. And
1: with, so, this year we got three guys that are going off playing on uh, football scholarships. So. Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: and was not Hatton one of our first uh, athletes of the week when he signed? I his, believe so. Yeah, I think it's kind of what the got the whole thing started. Okay, Adam's the one that come. Adam just joined us. Uh, he, I've he, been here the whole time, guys. Don't let, <laughs> don't let so uh, Adam's the one that came <laughs> up with the idea of doing the athlete of the week thing, and like the number one way to get an athlete of the week award. It's to sign, a, sign with a college because everyone that's done that, I mean, they go to the front line Yeah. <laughs> because that's a
1: huge deal. It's a big accomplishment. It really is.
0: It's a minute percent of how many do get yeah. to go play in college, the sport that they love. So, yeah. so in yeah. football,
1: it's it's under 2%. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah.
1: And, and so when we do
2: that and then a, a parent or a player comments on that post that how big of a deal that was for them – by the way, you missed this earlier. His son's goal right now is to be the Chemsoft uh, Player of the Week. What grade's your son in?
1: He's a freshman.
2: <laughs> All right. Yeah.
1: But he says it's being talked about at, at school. At school. Those kids are talking about it. How, how can I get to become the Chemsoft Player of the Week? So,
0: uh, You sign that letter of intent.
2: That's a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: So Alex is playing at – Alex going, Hatton is playing at uh, – Lindsey Wilson. Lindsay Wilson and then uh, Devin. Uh, Devin Tall is going to the University of Cumberland and uh, so is Rex Martin. Okay, gotcha, you, gotcha. You. Yeah. Cool. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, coach, uh, we've kept you long enough. Uh, we
2: we greatly appreciate you coming on. I I am I'm pumped. I really am pumped. I'm glad you're here. I feel positive vibes about the fact of you being here, uh your experience and, and knowledge and like it really sounds like that you're you've you're diving into building the culture in this in this community and i mean that's a big deal to all of us as as Montgomery Countyans
1: community means a big deal to us yeah, so that's, that's one of the things I, I can say i'm i'm here i'm trying to I'm be here for a long time yep. that's my plan yep. is to build this uh, program in uh, school to the best that it can be
2: yeah well i think it i think it's awesome um, don't forget
0: th-
1: skills and drills this yep. week and next yep. this uh, this Wednesday and, and then, then next uh, week Monday and uh Wednesday,
2: and then the steak and bean
0: bowl is next Thursday at Thursday six o'clock. At six o'clock at the field, it's yeah. free. Come yeah. watch.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You might even get an autograph from one of us at front corner to corner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they don't want our <laughs>
0: autograph. Come on now.
1: The one thing I want to do is ask you guys, and also any of the, the listeners here, is to, to go out and follow us online. We have an Insta page. We have uh, uh, our Facebook and our Twitter. It's all Moco Football. Yep. Uh, so go follow us on there. We try to drop some content on there. Uh, and this week coming up, the Steak and Bean Bowl, we'll be dropping some one or two things uh, each day, and there should be some comedy factor to it. So definitely worth looking forward to see those uh, coming up this week. So last year you had captains, right, for the Steak and Bean Bowl, and we you did. let the kids pick the teams as be? Yeah, going so beat? we have a draft. Yeah, okay. our seniors will be coming to my house on Sunday, and we'll have a draft, and they'll pick all that. And they. Uh, oh, you don't do
0: it playground style.
1: You don't line line everybody up no, and just no. go you
0: me you
1: you. <laughs> No, well, we did it last year when we, we posted on our, our social media. Uh, I got up there with a the podium, and I'd bring them up there. They'd have to have their pick, and I'd be like, the first pick for the yes. 2022 uh, steak and bean bowl is – So did you record that or stream it? or? Uh, no, I don't stream it. It's kind of for the kids and all that. But yeah. I do take pictures and uh, yeah. try to highlight some of that stuff. So. <laughs> nice. That's fantastic.
2: I love it. I love it. Well, Coach, we're excited. We'll definitely have you back on before uh, Rec bowl and um, and hopefully be able to get you on several times throughout the season. That sounds and, like a plan. And plenty. Talk, talk about the progress. Again, we appreciate you coming on and, and joining us. Um, guys, don't forget, uh, this show drops every Thursday, and then our regular podcast drops on Saturday mornings, always at 3 a.m. Because we are the most downloaded podcast in Montgomery County that drops at 3 a.m. on Saturdays and Thursdays. And as always, uh, we appreciate you guys, and we'll see you next time.
0: Stay safe, friends.
2: And Thanks for having us. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing
1: you next week.